0: Welcome to the Canadian Urological Association Q&A series. Our topic today will be cardiovascular risk with Dr. Jean C. Grégoire, associate professor from the Université de Montréal and interventional cardiologist of the Institut de Cardiologie de Montréal. The use of androgen deprivation therapy (ADT) in the management of prostate cancer has been used for decades. However, ADT increases blood concentrations of cholesterol and has been associated with a significantly increased risk of diabetes mellitus, coronary artery disease, CAD, including myocardial infarction, and sudden cardiac death. In addition, randomized trials have shown that ADT increases mortality in patients with underlying CAD or heart failure. Which patients are at greater risk of developing a CV event while on ADT?
1: Mostly patients in secondary prevention, that means that patients with an history of vascular disease, such as stroke or TIA, atherosclerotic heart disease with a history of myocardial infarction, unstable angina, chronic stable angina, or with revascularization, such as coronary angioplasty or bypass surgery. And also patients with peripheral arterial disease are at increased risk for cardiovascular event with exposed to ADT.
0: What is the existing tool for assessing the cardiovascular risk of men with prostate cancer on ADT?
1: In a recent publication in the Canadian Urology Association Journal by Miranda Ken in 2020, we suggest that the use of the STEM tool to allow rapid identification by the urologists of patients with a history of vascular disease. The acronym STEM, stands for S for stroke, T for TIA, A for abdominal aneurysm or other aortic disease, M for myocardial infarction, angina or previous coronary revascularization, and P for peripheral arterial disease. This acronym allows rapid identification of patients with an increased risk of cardiovascular event when the patient is treated with ADT. Very easy to use, very rapid also to evaluate the patient with this tool.
0: What strategies can be employed to normalize risk associated with ADT?
1: Because secondary prevention patients are at increased risk of cardiovascular complication from exposure to different kinds of ADT, it is important to ensure that patients are stable and that all risk factors for vascular disease such as high blood pressure, diabetes, hypercholesterolemia, smoking habit, and lifestyle are addressed and normalized based on the current guidelines and recommendations. Such an approach made by a multidisciplinary team allows to improve the cardiovascular outcome by minimizing the risk of complications in line with the EDT treatment for patients with prostate cancer.
0: Recent data from an unselected population of 100 patients referred for ADT at a clinic at the University of British Columbia demonstrated that 39% of patients had a CV condition, including arrhythmia, pericarditis, and coronary vasospasm, 25% had pre-existing heart disease, and 50% had elevated CV risk. Do you feel that a patient's CV risk should be routinely assessed prior to starting ADT?
1: Given the potential risk of ADT exposure for a secondary prevention patient and the simplicity of screening with the STAMP acronym, I believe that all patients who are candidate for anti-androgenic treatment should be identified and monitored to ensure normalization of risk factors and to detect a recent event.
0: For patients on ADT, should pre-existing cardiovascular disease be identified and managed?
1: As discussed earlier, it is important to identify patients in secondary prevention before initiating anti treatment, but also during treatment if this has not been done before. The same strategy remains before or during treatment, in addition, it is important to ensure at each visit that there have been no recent event and that the patient remains stable. This means no clinical deterioration or no recent clinical manifestation of CV disease.
0: Which patients could benefit from a referral to a cardio-oncology clinic to help mitigate their CV risk?
1: You no know, patient with a deteriorating heart condition should be evaluated by cardiologists. For example, an exacerbation of heart failure, or for example, patients with increased angina symptoms, the development of new or poorly controlled arrhythmia, those patients should be followed by a cardiologist. For traditional risk factor modification or treatment, such as high blood pressure, diabetes, dyslipidemia, usually management by the primary care provider is appropriate.